Hey everyone, I uh, was busy editing uh, some video and creating new content uh, to share with you and I was reminded about a conversation I had with some dear friends who also run a small business and we've been in operation for more or less the same period of time. So just some context, I started Imagination about 15 years ago that was a consulting company that I um, that I've, I run <laughs> uh, for many years now. So in this conversation with uh, these friends of mine, um, just sort of going through their journey, you know, it, it something came up and I was talking about this new avenue that I'm journeying through, which is Richard Talks, which is these kinds of things, talking specifically about sales. Now, I've had some success with my sales activity and built up what is probably not a unique selling system uh, i've been through trading myself learning different methods that other people using take what i like and exclude what i don't like i've listened to various podcasts about sales about customer relationships and i take out what i like and leave out what i don't and I've also had lots and lots of sales conversations with customers trying to sell them my product and listening to their feedback and saying, well, oh, this is, you know, valid feedback and some of these things are not. But all of it has allowed me to create what I think is a good sales system for small businesses and medium businesses when you are selling your product, service or cause. Now, I've dealt primarily with uh, large businesses that is my consulting customer base but the interesting thing the interesting thing about this particular conversation that I had was that I hear the same kind of resistance that I've heard for a long time which is that won't work for us now this is a strange concept uh, to me and I've heard this in uh, my sales conversations with potential clients is they go, oh, that's great, but our business is different, Richard. That just won't work for us. And then they go ahead and explain to me why it won't work. Sometimes, sometimes that's valid. But most of the times, it's not. So there are two sides to this. Obviously, I need to learn about some value proposition that I'm not sharing with that potential customer or that there's something in what they're saying that I'm not listening to. And if you have any experience in sales, you know that when you hear these kinds of things, it sounds like objections, that they there's generally some other meaning behind what that person is actually telling you. But because I knew these friends of mine, these business owners, I knew them very well and I was genuinely trying to speak to them about why they should invest more time in a sales system. A question, key question that I asked them was just, you know, so over the years, like, tell me how much you invested in sales. And the answer was unsurprisingly zero. Now, a lot of you think that you might have invested in sales, but if you break it down and you go, cool, what kind of you've got in business through some sort of referral, most likely. Um, you know, if somebody else says, oh, here's this thing, there's that thing. 
uh, or I bought one of these earrings. Yeah, you should definitely talk to um, this person about it and go buy their earrings. And generally, it is through some sort of referral network that you've built up a client base. And then hopefully you get some repeat business out of that. But most of the time, when I speak to people, they have very, very little consistent investment in sales. And I do ask other questions like, you know, if you think that advertising is noisy and rude and all these funny words that people use when you talk about advertising, why does a brand like Coca-Cola, known throughout the world, still advertise? Why does a brand like BMW still invest in advertisement? Why does a brand like Nike invest in advertising? Through various channels, through branding, you know, making sure that you, the positioning of, of what you feel when you hear the word Nike, or the positioning of how you feel when you hear the word Adidas, or how you feel when you hear Coca-Cola. Those are all the branding exercises. Why are these mega worldwide companies still investing in those things when you feel they're not important? So when you're thinking about your business and when you look back about the kind of investments that you've made in sales over the last five years, over the last year, if that number is close to zero, then... Maybe it is time for you to consider investing in a sales system or at least some sort of training for sales. It doesn't have to be with me. I am not saying that I have the best sales system. I feel that I can help people. I genuinely feel I can help people get started with putting together your sales system, understanding who your customer is, and then prospecting, doing outbound cold calling, Yes, then creating an inbound strategy, email sequencing, all of those things. Those are all things that you do need if you believe in your product and you believe that it's going to make a difference in people's lives. You do, but getting started is the hardest part. I want to encourage you to take that first step and write down the number that you've invested in your business, in yourself and the people that you are trying to help. Write down that number, and if that number is close to zero, then I want to help you. Okay, I hope that this creates some inspiration for your Sunday, Saturday, Friday, Monday evening, whenever you are watching this, and I hope that it will inspire you to think about making a change.